This is Construction Law Today, the podcast of the American Bar Association's Forum on Construction Law. Construction Law Today is a podcast about current topics in American construction law. Your host for Construction Law Today is Buzz Tarlow. Welcome to Construction Law Today. This is a brand new project of the American Bar Association's Forum on Construction Law. Over the course of our next several podcasts, I'll be interviewing a number of prominent practitioners in the area of construction law. We welcome your comments and questions about the podcast. Please let us know if you like it, if you find it useful, or any other thoughts you have on how we can improve the podcast. The contact information for Construction Law Today is provided at the end of this podcast. Welcome and thanks for listening. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today is Kristen McDonough from Boston, Massachusetts. She's the executive director of Building for Good, a not-for-profit which organizes construction lawyers from around the country to provide pro bono assistance to charitable organizations which are developing capital projects. Welcome to the podcast, Kristen. Thank you, Buzz. I'm really excited to be here with you. Well, let's start a little bit about your background. Uh, where you're from, where'd you go to school, and uh, what's your career as a lawyer been? Um, I'm from the Boston, Massachusetts area. I went to UMass Amherst and many years later, Suffolk Law. Uh, I have a background in global education and cultural exchange from my very early career days and then became a, a litigation associate with a Boston firm for a few years. Then life brought a twist and I had three kids in 20 months and so was home with them for a little while. And then I found Building for Good. Well, introduce our listeners to Building for Good. What is it and how does it work? Well, we are a national platform that links charities and nonprofits specifically with skilled volunteer construction lawyers, and the lawyers provide pro bono construction law services. Uh, We are also a nonprofit, and we were created by members of the American Bar Association Forum on Construction Law by William Hill when he was the incoming forum chair back in 2015. Tell me a little bit about who are the, or what are the types of charities that uh, Building for Good tends to associate with and to help? Uh, well, it's, it's broad. It's really any nonprofit or charitable organization that has first a construction law need of some sort and typically a limited budget and a mission to help others in the community. Very simple. Uh, Some examples, we have uh, homeless or domestic violence shelters, food banks, community facilities, organizations that help the community citizens with physical, emotional, or mental disabilities, conservation and art organizations that promote access to the arts and outdoors, specifically, you know, for people of all backgrounds, and animal protection organizations, possibly schools serving underserved populations. It's a pretty, pretty wide area that we serve, but all nonprofits and charities. Tell me about where your volunteers come from and uh, how do you recruit these people? We currently recruit all of our volunteer lawyers from within the ABA Forum on Construction Law. Do these lawyers need any particular credentials or skills or experience to participate? 
Well, they're, they're construction lawyers first and foremost. Um, and we recruit from the forum for the baseline reason that we believe the forum lawyers have access to the tools, training, and CLE materials that make them excellent construction lawyers. And we know them, we know their work, and it's an easy way for us to be able to recommend them to nonprofits and know the project will be in good hands. The main thing that they do need when they become a volunteer lawyer with us is malpractice insurance. And obviously the, the excellent credentials that any construction lawyer would have when they take on a project. Well, I think that one part of uh, Building for Good that particularly interests me is, you know, as a construction lawyer over the years, um, I've had a lot of interest in pro bono projects, but sometimes I don't know how to use my particular skills to help. So tell me about how this idea developed as a way to partner volunteer lawyers and nonprofits in building projects. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point that construction law doesn't automatically lend itself to a an obvious pro bono channel, which is what our founders had discovered in their own efforts to find pro bono clients. They wanted to give back, they just didn't know how to find the clients. And when they're when you think about a pro bono client, it's typically an individual, which you don't find in the in the construction law area typically. So they realized that if individual construction clients were hard to find, the next best thing would be to help organizations that are helping the individuals. And that's that was how we developed to to reach out to the organizations and be able to help them save money so that they can focus on helping the individuals in their community. That's a really interesting connection. Now, you mentioned that Building for Good is is national. Where are you operating? We launched initially in Florida, Massachusetts, Minnesota, and New Jersey. And we've just expanded into the D.C. area, including Maryland and Virginia. As we talk about how volunteer lawyers who may be listening to our podcast today might get involved, Tell me a little bit about the relationship between the organization and the lawyer. For example, the volunteer lawyers have to take a particular project. Do they have some say in areas that they may assist in? Absolutely. It's always up to the lawyer or the firm to decide if they have the capacity to take on a project. We have a great, very large network of volunteer lawyers and firms currently, and they are in our pool. So when a case comes up, I call whoever I I believe will be the best fit for this case. And if she or he is unable to take the case, they can simply pass and I'll move on to the next lawyer. Uh, they They would do a conflict check screening process, just as they would with any other case coming into their firm, and then decide. So in general, there's no commitment for the lawyers or the firm when they join, just simply to be available and willing to participate if they're able to. On the other side of the equation, how do the organizations find you and and what are they looking for? That's actually been our biggest challenge is how do they find us? Because currently they don't know we exist in most places. Um, A lot of our our organizations have come to us through word of mouth, which is a great resource. They found us on the internet in a couple of situations. We have a website or they've been referred from a different pro bono channel that wasn't able to take them. 
But currently, we are trying to really ramp up our outreach to make sure that these organizations know that we're available and that they can reach out to us if the need comes along. So hopefully within the next couple of years, we'll be more of a a common name in the nonprofit community that they know how to find us. Kristen, let's say that I'm a, a lawyer interested and active in the forum, but I don't have enough time to uh, volunteer to take on a project. Are there, are there other things that I might uh, be able to do with Building for Good? Definitely. We, we love any type of support, uh, even simply spreading the word, talking to your, your networks. Maybe you know somebody in the nonprofit community or, or you have lawyer colleagues who are on boards of different nonprofits and might be interested in learning about these services. So we love anybody's help across the country, spreading the word about our mission, pass on our website, give out my phone number. I'm happy to discuss it. Uh, Of course, as a nonprofit, fundraising is always a big goal for us. Um, So we're happy to have any sort of financial or donation support. We'd love for anybody to join our mailing list and stay up to date as we develop and expand and have new updates. You can join that list easily. And then participate in any type of national event that we have. For example, our Racing for Good annual um, fundraising fun run, so to speak, event that we started last year. And that will be held, hopefully, the next one in New York City in 2021, which is a little bit TBD at the moment. But for starters, signing up for our mailing list will keep you informed about anything that is that comes up. For our listeners, I'll mention that we'll have all of Kristen and Building for Goods uh, contact information at the end of the podcast. Kristen, tell me about the criteria that not-for-profits might have to meet if they're interested in connecting up with Building for Good? The short answer is we want anybody to contact us to see if they might be eligible. We, we are trying to help as many organizations as we can. But the longer answer is that we do have a general framework of acceptance criteria. Uh, for example, they have to be a nonprofit. Uh, we do check their mission and their you know, their work and what they're doing. And we do a a loose review of financials to see if they have a financial need for our services. There are some larger nonprofit organizations that might have recurring budgets for legal services or or construction work that they probably aren't uh, a candidate. But in general, most, most of the smaller organizations will be. And we have an intake committee that will also help review um, review the criteria and review the organization with me, and hopefully we'll do everything we can to help as many as many nonprofits as we can. We'll be back with more construction law today in just a moment. Welcome back to Construction Law Today. Our guest is Kristen McDonough from Building for Good. Kristen, we were talking a little bit about how 
the organization finds its projects. But I'm curious, how do organizations that you might serve know that they need you? Well, I think that's a, a great question. The, our spectrum of services is broad and includes any type of transactional or dispute resolution issues related to construction law. But the nonprofit itself might not be aware of all of those areas that are very familiar to us and very logical. They might be piecing together different kinds of construction contracts for a project or navigating contract language on their own because they don't have time or resources to sort it out. Or they're simply struggling with funds to find funds to cover legal expenses so they don't think it's even an option. So hopefully they will at some point be become aware of our organization and we can then help them take the financial and mental burden off their shoulders to free up their time and resources. Let's use our podcast as a little bit of an outreach if we can, Kristen, and let's get into just a little bit of a detail. Let's say that there's a lawyer out there listening today who knows of an organization that might be able to connect with Building for Good. What are the steps that that not-for-profit would go through to find out if their project might uh, be one that Building for Good could help them with? The first place to start would be either our website at building4good.org, or they can call me directly at any time. On the website, they can fill out a participant intake form, which will uh, send the information right to me. Then I contact them to discuss the project and their needs and determine eligibility. If a project has any type of initial non-construction component, such as a real estate issue or an insurance piece, we can often help with that and help find a firm to cover the pieces. Then I run the project by our intake committee for approval, identify an available lawyer, connect them, and then the process begins. And then I'm always available and in touch if they need anything further. You know, that raises the question in my mind. My presumption is that um, you need to have lawyers in the jurisdiction where the project is going on. Is that right? Yes. And similarly, you need to get lawyers with uh, particular areas of expertise, like the ones that you mentioned of real estate and insurance. Is that also part of what Building for Good will do? Well, the lawyers that that we are recruiting initially are construction lawyers specifically, but their firms uh, often have other available lawyers. So if they don't have the expertise themselves, we've been able to source um, their colleagues or, or others in the firm to make it as easy as possible for the organization, a one-stop shop. Tell us about some of the current projects that Building for Good is involved with. Some of our new projects, we have a, one in Massachusetts that is a wonderful organization called the Children's Services of Roxbury in Roxbury, Mass. And they help vulnerable children and families across Massachusetts secure the very basic needs they need, food, shelter, safety, support. Uh, they were renting a building in an area that was experiencing a lot of escalating property values. So we are helping them to purchase the building so they don't get caught in any more escalating rents. And they have to purchase and then do some renovations. So we helped with the real estate piece, which will lead into the construction piece. They will be able to serve more than 6,000 children and families annually, which is huge for them. That sounds really exciting. Tell me a little bit about the uh, project you were mentioning before in Orlando, Florida. 
the Orlando, Florida project is also an amazing organization. It's a church called the Black Bottom House of Prayer, and it's one of the oldest churches in Orlando's uh, African-American community, built in 1925. And the pastor bought the church in 2015, and her mission is to serve the community and also support uh, children with ADHD and, and have a facility to provide necessary services. And she was in the process of sourcing some much-needed repairs when the roof collapsed, and then it was even more urgent. She had a, a homeless man that she was providing housing for as well. So we were able to help her sort through some of the current construction issues and figure out how to repair the roof, identify other issues, and then navigate the path forward. Now, sometimes, as I understand it, Building for Good not only helps with development work, but sometimes we'll get involved in disputes on behalf of a charitable organization. I think you were mentioning something called the Coalition for a Better Acre. What's going on there? Yes, that was a, is a project in Lowell, Massachusetts, and they had a partnership with another organization. The Coalition for a Better Acre builds and provides safe, affordable housing to a specific area of Lowell, Mass, that was in jeopardy of sort of being redeveloped and community would have been, you know, significantly affected. And their partnership did not go according to plan. And they had some issues with the project that was under construction and all of their plans and and building had to halt. So we have a volunteer lawyer working to help them navigate that project and the process and, and hopefully avoid any significant dispute. So many construction projects and I guess construction lawyers in particular have felt the impacts of the COVID virus. How's that affecting Building for Good? Well, we are still here and really, really wanting to help as much as possible. We, I imagine that there are some nonprofit organizations really strapped to figure out how to serve their, their communities that need them more than ever right now. Uh, we've shifted gears a bit, and we're focusing really heavily on outreach currently to try to reach as many as we can. We expanded into the D.C. area in the middle of the pandemic to strengthen our network so we can reach more nonprofits. And they might have, they might be overwhelmed right now. They have contracts that have stopped on projects. They're expanding. They're downsizing any number of issues. And we really want to be here when they need us. I imagine there's a number of charitable organizations that are looking at COVID-related issues like shutdowns and delays. Are building for good lawyers ready to jump into those issues? Definitely. Definitely. I think that we're seeing a lot of this uh, and and experiencing this. Uh, We have lawyers who are ready to go. They're prepared. Like I said, we've we've just expanded in D.C. and that that area is very uh, enthusiastic to, to start giving back and helping in any way they can. So I encourage anybody who knows of a nonprofit or who is working with a nonprofit to contact me if they have any thoughts that they they might have a construction law need, and I'd be happy to help them identify, navigate, and figure out if we can help and how to help as quickly as possible. Kristen, let's talk about some of the fun events that Building for Good has put together in connection with um, fundraising. I know you have this Racing uh, for Good fun run in connection with the ABA Forum on Construction Law. Could you talk about that a little bit? 
That was a wonderful event. And I still, we had the first event in January at the Tucson Midwinter Forum meeting. And we were shocked at the excitement and the turnout for a 4.45 a.m. event in the chilly desert of Tucson. And we got as many forum members together as, as wanted to participate. And we held a race, which was about a mile and a half around the beautiful but dark desert landscape. And we had an amazing fundraiser. And it was our first time. And we weren't sure what to expect. And the enthusiasm was overwhelming. So we are absolutely doing this again and really looking forward to participating. And we will have all kinds of options for how to do this, uh, given the the current situation. Could be virtual, could be in, in person, fundraising, sponsorship. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I really hope that people will sign on to support in some way or at least run along wherever they might be. Really exciting. So what's next for Building for Good? Continued outreach and recruitment. Lots of that. Hopefully we will have more expansion in our future as we identify states that have a strong need, a strong nonprofit community, um, a large forum presence where there's, there's interest in our mission. We are really, really just energized to continue spreading our mission and, and recruiting as many uh, lawyers and organizations as we can because I, I really suspect that nonprofits need us even more right now and especially when this is all over. And we are ready with volunteers and resources and we want to we just want to reach as many people as we can. Earlier on in our discussion, you mentioned the Building for Good founders. Would you mention those folks by name and, um, and tell us a little bit about uh, their efforts to not only get the organization off the ground, but to help it grow? Definitely. Well, Will Hill was the original brain power of Building for Good back in 2015, and he really identified the talent and resources within the forum and he knew that a lot of members wanted to give back their expertise. So he came up with this idea and reached out to some of the other you know, members to see who was interested. And he formed a board of directors, which is Christine Cubes from Minnesota, Andrew Ness from D.C., Steve Lesser from Florida, Michael Kamprath, also from Florida, Dan Goldberg from Massachusetts, and Robbie McPherson from New Jersey. And they answered the call to help, formed the board, and spent the next few years uh, getting ready to launch concurrently with their own pro bono work that they were doing. They've, they're all really involved in pro bono work themselves, which has been incredibly helpful. Well, as promised earlier in the podcast, let's make sure that we have all of the contact information out there for Building for Good. Would you go over uh, those items for us? Yes. So our website is building the number four good.org. My email is kmcdonough at buildingforgood.org. And you can reach me by phone at 877-253-4433. And all of this is, is easy to find on our website. You can contact me directly through the website uh, and complete a form, join a mailing list, sign up to volunteer, or submit a project. So that's always the best place to start. 
And let me add to our listeners that if anyone would like to make a contact with Building for Good, don't hesitate to reach us here at the podcast and at my email address, and we'll get that contact over to Kristen. Well, Kristen, before we wrap up, what else would you like our listeners to know about this terrific organization? I just really hope that they will think of us and remember us whenever they hear of construction law, nonprofits, anything that that might even sound like something that fits into our mission. We are here to help. We are ready to help. And we want to help. And that is really the goal and, and how I think we get through all of this is by helping each other and figuring out more ways to be involved. And I hope that they will remember us and pass along the word to everybody they can, everybody who will listen. Krista McDonough from Building for Good. Appreciate you appearing on uh, the podcast today. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Buzz. Thanks again for having me. You have been listening to Construction Law Today, the podcast of the American Bar Association's Forum on Construction Law. All rights relating to this podcast are owned and controlled by the American Bar Association. No reproduction or reuse of this podcast is permissible without the expressed written consent of the American Bar Association. For more information about Construction Law Today, or if you have any questions or comments, you may contact our host, Buzz Tarlow, jtarlow at lawmt.com. Our podcast is produced with the assistance of Peak Recording Studios in Bozeman, Montana. Thank you for listening and look for our next edition of Construction Law Today.